Hello, welcome to Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. Today we're going to be talking about PTSD and its correlation with loss of a child. It's going to be very informative. You don't want to miss it. If you know someone that has had a loss of a child or that's in the process of grieving, this conversation is going to empower them, comfort them, and bring strength uh, to them as they're walking the grief journey. So come on, let's have a conversation. Welcome to Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. I'm your host, Teresa Cooper, and today we've got us a wonderful table of sister friends. We're glad to be with you today. Um, of course, my co-host, Catherine Young. Thank you. Good to be here. Yes, and then Miss Don Collins today. Hello. <laughs> yes, Don is a veteran of the table now, <laughs> and uh, today she's coming in a different capacity. She's coming as a pale advocate. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I, I'm, I'm excited to hear uh, what that is and how that works and how it helps families, a pale advocate. And then today, for the very first time, we have Miss Lisa Rowell. Hey. Thank you for being here, Miss Lisa. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, absolutely. So um, today my cup, our cup for today is sit, sip, stay a while. All right. Yes, that's what uh, sister friends do. They sit, they sip, they stay a while, and they help change the world. They share stories. They empower one another. And so sister friends, sit, sip, and let's stay a while today. And we're going to be talking about... PTSD and um, the loss of a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we talk about PTSD, uh, we don't really reference it um, with you know the loss of a child or a loved one or a traumatic event. We usually we streamline it most of the time and we focus on maybe uh, military. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of go hand in hand. Um, but PTSD, as we're learning as a country and as we're learning as as a society that PTSD is very broad. And really, uh, most people, well over 50% of the population will have a certain trauma. Mm -hmm. Uh, They will experience a traumatic event Mm -hmm. that could lead to them having PTSD. So it's a much broader topic. And when we talk about the loss of a child, um, it's not something that seems possible. People don't think about it. Um, Like, that could happen to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But losing a child... Um, can trigger and and be an onset to uh, PTSD. And so the, an expert at the table today um, in her life experience and in a wonderful ministry that she's founded called Juliana Grace, uh, Miss Lisa Rall is going to be in, helping inform us uh, about PTSD and, and the loss of a child. So Lisa, just give us a little bit of your backstory and what you want to say today. Well, I just want to talk about... Um, just exactly that. Yes. The loss of my child. Um, very healthy pregnancy. And then all of a sudden, I, she's not moving anymore. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of baggage that happens and occurs, um, but that's still our baby. And mm-hmm. so 
just want to talk about the importance of allowing us to feel right and let those feelings go and um, how PTSD, um, if handled correctly, will not ruin your life. Yes, yes. I love that. She said, um, if PTSD is handled correctly, um, it can't and it won't ruin your life. Mm. It will. It could be a part of your life experience, right. yes. um, and it and it could even propel you, Kathy, mm-hmm. into a ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yes. And isn't that what happened with so, you? So yes, yes. Um, the ministry started out of my own loss. Um, somebody gave me a basket and it was a kind of a like a war preparation gear uh-huh. because um, after the loss, life goes on and so does uh, grief and everything else. So this basket just um, encouraged me to seek the Lord, to fight against the enemy, to drown out the voice of the mm-hmm. enemy. And then um, the Lord just prompted me to to uh, allow my story to be to be used with other people. So the basket ministry um, birthed out of my baby, I guess. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that happens a lot. Um, you know, you're, a lot of times your, your passion in life, your mission um, is, is birthed from um, yeah. a traumatic experience mm-hmm. or an association. Yes. It, it didn't have to necessarily happen to you, but if it was a close friend mm-hmm. or a family member, or someone, and it touched you in such a way um, that it sparks in you something that just, uh, that's almost supernatural, Yeah, I you can't shake it. it it's yeah. the oddest thing. Um, once I got my basket, and it would re- it ministered to me in, in a mighty way, and I got to see who my father is, God, mm-hmm. um, I just couldn't shake it. So I was running around telling people, hey, we need to start this ministry. What I didn't realize, God was telling me you, yeah. to start Do the it. ministry. And yeah. so... So, um, Don, you're a pale advocate. Yes. Explain to us, because this is the first time that I um, heard of the word pale, mm-hmm. and I know you know about advocacy. Mm-hmm. I know that you're a doula, mm-hmm. and um, you work with moms, breastfeeding um, as well. Mm-hmm. But I, I heard that you were in, you know, this organization or in this group of, of professionals um, that deal um, with pale advocacy. So tell us about that. So PALE Advocacy, PALE stands for Pregnancy and Infant Loss, P-A-I-L. And uh, the way that I happen to come a part of this organization is because, as she said, I am a doula. During our doula training, our mentor knew of the organization's founder, and she came and taught a session. In that session was when I learned how to support someone that has gone, that has had a loss. Yes. Um, I have not had a loss, and I want to make it very clear that you don't necessarily have to have a loss or an experience to be able to be empathetic and compassionate and assist someone through the process. It's a grieving process. We all grieve, whether it's a loss of a parent, a a family member, a child. The grieving process remains the same, but it looks different on everyone. Can you say that again to the camera? Yes, ma'am. It remains the same. Mm -hmm. The grieving process looks the same. It actually remains the same, but it looks different on everyone. Yeah. And what a pale advocate does is they come alongside, say, Lisa, when you were going through your experience. I would have came alongside of you and I would help you think of the things that needed to be taken care of. Yes. Like there are things that you don't 
necessarily think about period and pregnancy as a whole mm -hmm. unless you experience a loss. And that is, what does this hospital offer? How, how uh, far in gestation does my baby have to be in order for me to be able to get a birth, birth certificate or an, a death certificate? Things that you're not thinking about in the moment, but you will want later. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. and that's just a snippet of what I can assist you with. And as this organization was created, it was founded by Nekka Hall. And Nekka Hall suffered a loss. And she's been doing this for years. And okay. she's um, stationed out in Boston. And look her up. Look her up. Connect with her if you want to become a pill advocate. She's the one that... Uh, was drawn to this and created it because there was nobody there to be able to assist her during her loss. Her baby actually went to the NICU first and then her baby died. Uh, her name was Anaya. Oh. And the oh. other thing that uh, a Pell Advocate would do is help the family as a whole, not just the mom, but yes. the father okay. and yeah. the family. Yeah. Because what happens a lot of times in our society is that we want to rush the process. Right. And right. it's just an innocence. Right. It's not, it's, it's, it's not. It's out of ignorance a, and right. innocence, right? right. Unknowing. Yeah. Unknowing. Yeah. So, Lisa, you might have heard people say, well, at least you can have another baby. Yes. Or, um, you know, this is a blessing in disguise, which it was for you because it had there was a ministry connected to yeah. it. But, um, you know, you and your husband will get through this. Yes, you will. But how? Yeah. Right. You know, right. And, what are the steps? Well, yeah. What are the yeah. steps? Right. Where can you find this um, counseling? Counseling is definitely needed for a grieving process of any kind. But especially when you've lost a child because it's out of order for nature, you know, and you're not expecting to lose a child. Right. And right. as a doula, what I do or what we should be doing is preparing the parent for that. No, you will never be prepared if it were to happen. But you research what your hospitals provide, what uh, will happen in the hospital if yeah. there is a sudden loss, what you can expect, so that you're not having to make those types of decisions in the middle of this experience. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So as you can hear um, from Ms. Don, um, it's a necessary uh, ministry. It's a necessary advocacy. Um, it's not one that, like we said at the beginning, it's not one that we talk about because yeah. no one's uh, expecting that yeah. outcome. You're always um, in faith and hope and uh, when you're carrying life. Mm -hmm. So you're not necessarily yeah. balancing those two things right. at the same time. So if families aren't thinking in those terminologies, um, how, do they, how do they know that they have access to, say, a pale advocate like Don or to Juliana Ministries mm -hmm. that Miss Lisa um, has uh, created? How, can you guys speak to that, anybody? Yeah, so um, unfortunately, I send baskets out after a loss. Okay. Occasionally, um, and I thank God for these circumstances, I get contacted as they're headed to the hospital or if they just found out they had a loss. Mm -hmm. So when those circumstances happen, I quickly tell them all the things they need to do. I normally tell the grandma who's there, mm -hmm. uh, a friend who may advocate for the uh, parent. I tell them, I give them a list. Okay, this is gonna be hard, but you need to keep your mouth shut. Mm -hmm. Okay, you need to take pictures, mm -hmm. you need to take feet print, 
You need to minister to the mom and dad. You need to make mm -hmm. sure they're fed. Um, so I tried to, I kind of rushed to tell them to do things because out of my own loss, I didn't have anybody like you, Don. And I wish, I wish I did. Um, I didn't get pictures taken. And I don't live in regret, but mm -hmm. that is something I, yeah. I regret to this day. Mm -hmm. And so now I have a photographer on my website, and she uh, is there if she needs to be used. Um, there are no other photographers that I know of in this area. And so um, I wish somebody would have said, hey, you're going to want to carry your baby. Yeah. Um, because I didn't think, I mean, I know that's so morbid and absurd. Mm -hmm. so, it may sound that way, mm -hmm. but you probably can speak to that. Yes. Um that is a very good point that she brings up, the photos. Families, don't think about it, again, unless we've talked about it. Uh, you do want it later, as you can mm -hmm. hear. She doesn't live in regret, but that is something that she would have wanted. And uh, there is a website out there where you can locate a uh, photographer. Okay. But when I did the research, there are none in our area. Oh, so wow. if you're listening and you yes. are a professional photographer, please reach out so that we can get you connected to um, the website. Because that's a ministry. It is absolutely yes. a yes, ministry. Because it's, it's, a, it's a lifetime. It's something that's captured in that moment that people will never get back. And I remember um, one of the parishioners here at New Creation Family Church um, contacted me and said, Pastor, pray. My, my, my grandbaby, you know, the mom, there's a situation. And... Um, they, I don't, they may lose the baby. And I immediately, I was so grateful mm -hmm. that I just, immediately I knew. I said, I have somebody. She's going to, she's going to be there with you guys. She's going to, she's going to tell you what to do. And I just messaged Lisa yeah. on yeah. Facebook. Mm -hmm. And it just, it blessed me that in the middle of pain, because sometimes mm -hmm. as pastors, we, we, we're at the highest moments in people's lives. Mm -hmm. And you know this, Kathy. Yeah. And we are at the lowest moments mm -hmm. in people's lives. And to be able to have a just a small solution in, in yeah. some way mm -hmm. can really make the difference yeah. between how people see God, yes. how people see their future. Mm -hmm. And so to be able to, to be able to refer her to Miss Lisa and to Juliana Ministries um, was just so powerful. And um, and then when she got back with me and she was just crying and said, you had no idea. I had no idea how much this helped me. Praise and God. she told me what to do. And she gave me steps by step by step. And Pastor T, I did it because I, I knew if I didn't do it right, my son would never forgive me. Yes. And so, and then that just added another layer of mm -hmm. thank you, Jesus, mm -hmm. <laughs> for yes. this ministry. Yeah. But you know what? That shows also how important community is. Yes. And yes. how we all yes. are connected to one another. Yeah. And you have to be connected to someone. Yes. You know, a lot of times yeah. when ladies go through this or a family go through mm -hmm. this type of trauma, what they do is they shut themselves out. Yes. Or even yes. we didn't have ladies before who were pregnant and baby died and they didn't go to the hospital right, right then they yes. had to wait a week or mm -hmm. right. whatever yes. so they weren't prepared yes. but if you don't have community in yes. a situation like this or you that long ranger to yourself this is a hard spot to mm -hmm. get through when I was younger in my 20s my, my, I had a grand I mean a god baby that died from seeds oh, 
And when I fought, and I would keep her every day. Mm -hmm. And the only thing I could remember was thanking the Lord that she wasn't with me right. when that happened. Right. Because yeah. I don't know that I could have gotten right. yeah. past yeah. that. Mm -hmm. But just to think, okay, we she she died of SID. She was three months old. And then we had a funeral and then her life was over. Nobody talked about it. Oh, Nobody man. said anything. Yeah. But you just go on with that and mm -hmm. you thinking now she would be almost in her late 30s, 40s, wow. but it's just like, it's taboo. Yeah. Don't right. say nothing. The right. baby died. This yeah. is over. Right. And yeah. that's where a Pell Advocate would come into play. A Pell Advocate at the very beginning would um, encourage you to say the baby's name. Oh, okay. uh, would encourage you to name the baby if you don't have a name yes. for the baby. Wow. Okay. Um, and will also encourage that behavior within the family yes. as well yes. to remember because that child may have passed, but that mm -hmm. child is part of your family. Still. Yes, absolutely. And uh, Lisa and I've had a chance to talk about yes, this. Yes, and I was so. surprised to hear that she did not, was not able to take pictures or didn't. And yes. it's not just for people who have, um, are in the hospital and suddenly your child is gone. This is for any type of loss, miscarriage, stillbirth. There's different gestations to title that. But this is for any type of infant loss, even if your mm -hmm. child is one. Yes. Infant loss. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So um, the website for the pictures is Now I Lay Me Down to Sleep. If you are a professional photographer, go to that website and register yourself and you live wherever you live, really, and register yourself so that families, when they go there, can call upon you. Yeah, yeah I think um, naming your baby, um, and it's just the most beautiful name that uh, hearing somebody else say Juliana just blesses me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And even if you don't know anything or know what to say when someone has had a loss, allow them to lead the conversation. Mm -hmm. Don't say you know, foolish things, but say, I don't know what to say. I'm going right. to pray for you. Just let yeah. me do your dishes or right. mow your lawn, minister to you in that way. And then let them lead their conversation. If they're, they're talking about it, so what did you name your baby? Mm -hmm. You know, how tall was she or he, yeah. what was their, you know, um, their weight? You know, did they have hair? You know, did you take pictures? And ask the Lord to give you that peace yeah. so you can endure that pain yes. with them. Absolutely. Um, it's it just, it, all of a sudden, that grandma is now the safe space mm -hmm. for yeah. that family. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So. Yeah. You know, um, PTSD can manifest itself through reoccurring recollections of mm -hmm. the event, dis distressing dreams, flashbacks to the event, and, and an intense psychological distress or psychological reactivity mm -hmm. when exposed to internal or external clues of the death. And sometimes, you know, if you've experienced a traumatic loss, especially a loss of a child, um, you you don't realize that you're having um, a PTSD experience. Mm -hmm. And I heard someone say um, here recently on a, a podcast that, you know, grief isn't a emotion. Mm -hmm. You're not being emotional. That's right. Grief is a system mm -hmm. and there's steps in that system. And so there's a certain mm -hmm. process that you have to allow to happen. You think that you're just you know, I'll feel better because you're making it an emotion versus, no, I need to walk through yes. these steps. And what mm -hmm. are the steps? Mm -hmm. And um, part of the steps, one of the steps is 
to be angry. Yes. yes. One of the steps, oh, yes. you to know, be angry with God. Right, yes. And to be angry yes. with God. And I love that God mm -hmm. can handle it. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yes. 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 You know what? One thing I notice about grief, because everyone grieves differently. Yes. Mm -hmm. When my mom passed, as, as famous as she was, <laughs> I wanted to go in. I want the family to see a few friends, close it up, let's be done. Mm -hmm. And I knew um, that helped me mm -hmm. because that was my process. I want this to be over. I want to forget about it because my grief was so high. I didn't want to endure all the sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And are yeah. you okay? Yeah. I just couldn't That's do that. Point. So yeah. we have to know people's grief level, where they are. Mm -hmm. And I love what you say and help them not, you know, I needed no, you know, somebody not to talk to me. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, you know, I remember you called me, you said, um, how you doing? I said, I'm all right. I said, I just can't stop crying. And you said, I'm on my way. I say, no, don't come. I'm all right. You say, no, I'm on my way. But I just didn't want to talk. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, you have to know somebody's grief level, even mm -hmm. if somebody just there looking at you. Right. And know their pain and not going in. What happened? Yeah. Did you do something to cause the baby to die? Did you do mm -mm. this? Because that adds <laughs> right. on to yeah. the pain. Right. Yes. You know, so we have to know where people are, how they're grieving, and mm -hmm. what's yeah. more important is be led by the Holy Spirit. Yes. 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 Listen yes. to the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Don't blame people. Quit blaming. Yes. <laughs> they, yeah. Death just, it just happens. It's but a part yes, of life. It's yes. a part mm -hmm. of life. But yes, come in and um, even just, just sit there because I bet that would minister to you in like yes. a mighty way mm -hmm. that somebody just, so yes, yes. I can go on and on about that. But <laughs> I will say to add to that, um, you're going to make a mistake. If you're the person that's trying to comfort, you're mm -hmm. going to make a mistake because this is new. Mm -hmm. And even if it's not new to you, this is a different person. Yes. Yeah. So um, don't back away when you make a mistake. Say a sincere sorry and be a little more observant and aware. And don't be afraid to ask questions either. Is this okay if I do this for you? Is it okay if I do that? Not too many questions, but you know, just right. kind of feel it out. Mm -hmm. Don't leave them because you've um, made a mistake. Right. Or, or you can't take charge. Yes. Or if you yeah. feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I think, um, you know, I had a friend who was there. I mean, just hardcore. But she couldn't handle the new Lisa. Right. And, um, and, and we had a falling out, unfortunately, because she couldn't understand. Mm -hmm. um, so do your research. You know, yeah. if, you know, if you know someone who's lost any kind of loss, do your research or contact somebody. Hey, you know, she came to me. Hey, I don't know what to do. What can you do? See if they're OK with talking with somebody who's been who's walked those steps mm -hmm. and have an advocate. Yeah. Um, if your good friend has lost the baby, be their advocate, mm -hmm. you know, set up every, the memorial service or whatever. Be their advocate. And when they don't want to talk, don't make them talk. Mm -hmm. If you set up um, somebody to do a food train. Put an ice chest outside their house so they don't even have to um, just talk to the grieving parents. Because, right. mm -hmm. you know, just like you, I stood there in the shower most of the time just staring at the wall. I didn't know what to do. I was angry with the Lord. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yes, just, you know, have an, have an advocate, you know, and don't let it be the husband. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because yes. a lot of times they get lost yes. in the background and they're experiencing the, the loss as well. Yeah. And then if there's other children. Yes. They're experiencing the yes. loss as well. Yes. So that's important. Mm -hmm. You may be uh, wondering, well, what are some of the, the signs of PTSD and 
um, some of the triggers. Let's let me. What what are some of the triggers for someone um, that's lost a child that people may not be aware of that you wish they knew about? So unfortunately, after my loss, a few weeks after my loss, I had a friend come and drop off dinner, and she came in smiling, asking, "Are you pregnant again? Oh. You, you know, are you are you you know are you pregnant again?" And I just thought like. You're erasing my baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so that was a huge trigger. Another mm-hmm. one was seeing pregnant women. Mm-hmm. There's okay. this shame and guilt yes. that's followed by losing a baby. What did I do? Mm-hmm. I must have done something to kill my baby. So when you see somebody who's pregnant, there's this shame and guilt. And when I worked at a bank and I worked up front, there's many times I saw somebody who was pregnant and I just went to the back. I can't handle this. Now, it wasn't with everyone. I, I had a few pregnant women who came to me and just apologized, saying they were sorry. They wish they could minister to me in a way that they were praying. And that, that that's all they needed to say. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, and I still, today I cried. My, my daughter went to ballet and she sing, she's doing a ballet dance and it's, it was a Christian song. And I, I just get these thoughts, you know, yeah. someone's missing. There could mm-hmm. be, I, I should have two girls there. Mm-hmm. And so even still, it's been eight years out and I still get triggered. Let yeah. me ask you a question. What about um, when you did get pregnant with your second daughter? Were you in fear the whole time? The whole time. Wow. The whole time. And I know I was, I was, you know, walking with the Lord. I rededicated my life after I had my loss. And so even though I did that, I was still walking in fear. What yeah. was so special about me? Why, you know, why would I carry another, you know, child and not lose it? So I lived in fear and knowing that I was gonna lose my second child. So I, you try not to connect with the baby. Yeah. Not everyone's like that. Yeah. But for me, I tried to kind of keep my distance. I didn't want a shower. I didn't want, I didn't want a baby shower. I didn't want a, is it gender reveal. Oh, okay. I didn't want any of that because in my mind, I was going to lose my baby. I love your honesty. Yeah. Because, yes. yeah. you know, some people would say, well, you didn't have faith. Nope. Nope. That's, that's it. That's, nope. that's just reality. Because yeah. yeah. I think about even when I lost my godchild of seeds, when I had my own baby, I was constantly in his face making sure he was yeah. breathing, shaking okay. him in the bed, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, disturbing yeah. his sleep because it's a fear. And no one can say, well, I don't have that fear. It's going to be all right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Spiritually, you you think that and you know God is with you, but in humanity, yeah. in right. humanity. you yep. know it's a fear and you saying you didn't want to connect or just in case it happened again. Yes. And some people yes. would be like, well, that's just wrong. No, nope. that's reality. Nope. That's yeah. humanity. Yeah. Not, yeah. Think about Jesus. Mm-hmm. He wept knowing Lazarus wasn't come back to life. Mm-hmm. Right. He still wept. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. You know, um, let me ask you this question. Um, how long is there a medical time frame? How long should a woman wait to have what we would call a rainbow child? Uh, for me, the doctor gave me four months, um, oh. but everyone's different. Everyone's I had a, different. a friend. He gave her a year. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have any knowledge on that? It would just be a year normally. I don't know why it was four months for you, but yeah. um, that's beautiful that it was so soon. Well, he, like, we had a natural birth. Ah, um, okay. You know, I, and I'm sure you probably know a lot about this. People who um, lose children want to feel everything because mm-hmm. that's the only time they have. So I, I had a natural birth with my baby and mm-hmm. um, he said, You're, everything's healthy, you know, and, um, you know. We got four months later. Because my my thoughts on it, um, just in interacting with different people, you know, um, I've always tried to advise to 
let there be a little time, yes. you know, at least six months, mm-hmm. just simply from a, a medical, in my, in my thinking, for your body just to heal. To heal. Yeah. Because it is yeah. something that, that's happened yeah. to your body. Yeah. It didn't just happen to you, um, mm-hmm. it, you know, and your spirit, but it happened to your body yeah. too. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and um, <clears throat> but not really knowing, you know, is there a, a, a medical time frame? I mean, you my know? milk came in a few days after I gave mm-hmm. a birth to Juliana. I'm sure you can speak on that. That's <laughs> what I wanted to also bring up. Is there is um, there may not be a baby, but there's still going to be milk for that baby. Oh, okay. and yeah. um, a lot of people don't realize that. I don't know what we think is going to happen. I didn't know because your you body was all, your body was preparing. You had no already. idea. So what wow. happened when it happened? So I, I was like, my you know my my breasts are hurting, and then uh, my mom. Thank God my mom was there. She drove 14 hours to come to me. And she said, Lisa, I think your milk's coming in. Mm-hmm. And um, they went, ran out and got cabbage leaves. I had nobody. Wow. I had nobody. And so I literally cried for days in order to dry up. And um, I didn't know that there was a milk bank. Wow. You know, yeah. I didn't know if I took Zyrtec D, they would have dried up. And so. Um, so it was the information. Yeah. Yes. Having access to information. Yeah. Yeah, that's an advocate because that's information that you're not going to look up when you're going through this. You can barely um, get out of bed a lot of times. You barely want to move, much less get on the Internet and look up information about what's going on with your body and why you may be in excruciating pain. But you're not going to look it up. (laughs) Not at that moment. Mm -hmm. That's why she was saying. Be an advocate, whoever you are. You can be an advocate for that person. Do research. Find out what's going on. just be there for them. There's yeah. several different ways that you can be there for someone mm-hmm. that's going through this. And it, it just broke my heart to find out that there were people. This is why I became a pale advocate after that session. It broke my heart to find out that there were people that were experiencing loss yeah. and had no one there. When yes. there's a funeral for your parent, most of the time, there's people there. Mm-hmm. When there's a funeral for um, even a child that had an accident, there's somebody there. Yeah. People are there. But who's going to be there for you when you're experiencing this loss that you may not have even expected? And then when you do expect it, you don't know what to expect when it happens. Who's going to be there for you besides your partner? Yeah. Right. He's hurting. Yeah. Right. And that's the other piece to it. Pill advocacy is for the entire family. Um, Most doulas are for the entire family. You only hear them connected to the mom. But there is a unit involved in this child. And uh, one of my main focuses is the father. Okay. Because they get left out of a lot. Yeah. Not intentionally. Right. Lisa and I had this conversation. Yes. Not yes. intentionally. But it happens yeah. just because of um, history. Yeah. And uh, we have to bring the dads back. Whether you're married or not, if you fathered a baby, you need mm-hmm. to be there. Yeah. Wow. You need to be there through it all, whether it is a, a healthy birth mm-hmm. or it is a loss of a child. Yeah. And somebody will be there for you, too. Don't feel guilty for not being able to help the mom. A lot of guys feel guilty because they don't right. know. Right. They don't know. They don't have the words. Right. They don't know how to be there. And then, right. like you said earlier, they are grieving, grieving as well. Yeah. Yes. It is yeah. new to them. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so, yeah. One thing. They're grieving differently yeah. because women we fit we get we fall in love we're pregnant it's like ah let's go look at the colors of the room right, and all this right. other stuff men they meet their child when they're born yeah. so my husband met Juliana when she was dead oh and so yeah. and yeah. so like his grief was like whoa like 
so different from me. I yeah. lost her knowing all these other months. My husband lost her when That's I came to her. That's a great point. Yes. Yeah, it's just, mm. wow. Did it, it take, home. did it take him a long time to process it? Could y'all talk together? Could y'all come together? Or was so it... initially, because men are so different, mm-hmm. um, we we did. We talked about it. We grieved together. We sang together. We praised the Lord. And then all of a sudden, I went on, mm-hmm. and he's he kind of put it in a box and put it up on a shelf. Mm-hmm. And men just they de- deal with things differently. And yeah. So, and it comes up, he, and it's birthday time. We celebrate her birthday, and then he puts it back up on the shelf. And yeah. So it, it still affects him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, Psalms um, seventy three and twenty six says. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. And um, we we find ourselves in places, um, they call it PTS, which is post-traumatic stress. It's not even the disorder, but you're just under um, high levels of stress Mm -hmm. um, because of traumas or reoccurring triggers. Um, Our heart may fail us and our flesh may fail us, mm-hmm. um, but God has, he is and can be the strength um, of your heart and your portion forever. Um, this has been a great conversation. Really I has. think the really, the light bulb moment for me is, is there's ministry yes. and there's people, there's yes. thousands Hurting. of people, yes. mm-hmm. even millions of people that need um, pale advocacy, yeah. Yeah. that need uh, Juliana Grace, mm-hmm. that yeah. need that type of compassion. I mean, we're walking through a pandemic and people are suffering yes. uh, yeah. quite often. Mm-hmm. And and so to be able to um, say, Lord, I'll go, you can use me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be an advocate. I'll um, administer healing oil through just my presence, through your word, um, and, and in any way that I can to those that are hurting um, is really um, it's life saving. Mm-hmm. Kathy, is there something that you want to say towards the end? It's, I have this scripture and it's just been speaking yeah. to me since last night in Psalms 34, 18. And it says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted yeah. and he rescued those whose spirits are crushed. God is there for us. Yes. Do not forsake your community. Yes. Reach out for help. Reach out to these ladies. Reach yeah. out to your church. But don't go in darkness. Reach yes. out to someone. Yes. Yes, and, and, and to know that there's there's other people out there. Yes. Their experience may not be exactly like yours, um, but they are experiencing um, something very similar um, to what you're experiencing. I'm going to give you this last scripture, and then we're going to close. It's in Isaiah 12 and 2, and it simply says, Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the, for the Lord God is my strength and my song. Yes. And he has become my salvation. And when I thought of that, and the word become just stood out because you might be experiencing PTSD severely and having issues um, surrounding that. And you may have lost a child and it, and it, it feels as if, you know, God's not a safe place mm-hmm. or, or yeah. that what you need isn't being yeah. um, released through the presence of God. Uh, but that part of the, of the scripture where it says, and he has become, yes. um, it's a becoming. Yes. It's, you know, continuing um, to cry, continuing yes. to um, be honest, continuing to know that he can handle the weight 
of your pain. Yeah. Um, allow him to become yeah. your yes. salvation. That's and so thank you, my sister friends, for sharing your story. I want to encourage you to um, find um, Ms. Dawn, um, Dawn Collins and her pale advocacy online. Her information should be underneath her name. And then Miss Miss Lisa and Juliana Grace yes. Ministry. Get to know her, be a part of it. Find out how you can uh, sponsor and partner with her to help uh, grieving families. Thank you so much for Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. Thank you for joining the conversation today. Lisa Rawl and Don Collins did an outstanding job informing us about how we can be better advocates uh, for families and mothers who have lost a child. Kathy and I appreciate you uh, sharing with us on this powerful conversation about PTSD and the loss of a child. Be sure to follow their websites, get their information, and see how you can join us in making a difference for families in Louisiana and across the United States. Be sure to follow us across all of our social media platforms and continue to join the conversation every Wednesday at 12 noon. And remember, something to sip on is next. This is something to sip on. This was just a very um, empowering conversation. And um, it just really zeroed in on that there's ministry out there. Ministry is so much broader and bigger than just the four walls of our church. So I, I hope that we've inspired you um, over this episode to see how that you can um, advocate uh, for families and for mamas. And um, and then my, my thought for for today is um, let let Jesus become. Yes. Let him become your salvation. Kathy, what are you sipping on? I was reading this quote last night when I was going over this and it said, grief is the price we pay because we have love. Mm -hmm. And it touched my heart. Don't grieve alone. Yeah. It's important to have a community. Get with people who you can trust. Don't hide in darkness, okay? God That's something you. to sip on. Miss mm -hmm. um, Lisa? Well, I'm changing mine. Because <laughs> okay. Okay. So, this is an acronym for grief. Um, give a voice to your pain. So keep a journal, write letters to the Lord, be angry, be sad. Um, remember um, what you first believed in in God. Go to the basics, okay? Yeah. Um, Involve others. Mm -hmm. Satan wants to separate, kill, destroy. Mm -hmm. um, eat, drink, and get up. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> and just go for a walk. And then, then be faithful. Praise the Lord, cry to the Lord, do all the, let those emotions come and go mm -hmm. and keep on trucking along. That's good. That's good, Lisa. Miss Dawn, what are you sipping on? Well, I'm sipping on you can be an advocate. You, yes, yes. you. <laughs> Just go ahead and be there for that person, for that family. It's all within you. And then you can reach out to us and we'll help you if you need it. 
All right. So that's something to sip on. Find these ladies on the internet and um, get more information and let's uh, change the world together. God bless.